Mate, we covered three states today. Yeah, we did. And the thing that I took out of it is that the the Brisbane Carnival is really starting to heat up. Yeah. That's all, that's all I really care about, let's be honest. Yeah, absolutely. And in probably the feature race of the day, um, full credit to the sponsors of that race as well. Um, but I think I've found one of the great get-out-of-the-casino bets of all time, and you'll actually be able to see that on my Ned's profile this weekend as well. Yes, uh, the Ned's profile is great, mate. Um you know, if you want to follow us in, if you followed uh, us in last week, you would have found a couple that's for sure. Maybe you find some more this week at some value, but uh, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. But still, you can do everything else with the Neds app. You can get weird and exotic as well with the Neds same race multi. And, you know, there's no one else I'd rather bet with heading into the Brisbane Winter Carnival. Well, they also have a black book feature there, so you can black book ones for these prep runs into their grand finals. They have the futures markets there. You can do all that good stuff mm-hmm. with the good people at Neds. Mm-hmm. Damn right. But what are you really gambling with? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Bye. Bit of a jump start. Yeah. Just to get us going for what's a big Wednesday, mate, in the grand scheme of things. Well... Majority of people will be listening to this at the latter end of this week, but to peek behind the curtain, we are recording this on a Wednesday, and that is, a, I might say, a brilliant scarf you have on. Oh, mate. Queenslander. One of the things in my life that I had absolutely no control over, being a Queenslander. Mm-hmm. And usually if you don't have any control over something and it impacts your life in a significant way, it's usually a negative associated with it. Yeah, that is 100% true. Like if you're born with two heads, oh, which apparently all us Queenslanders are, that's something you can't control, but it probably has a negative impact on your life, I'd say. I'd say so. Yeah. Um, but this is a positive impact. Being a Queenslander is um, – a crucial part of the build-up, that is Declan Jones. Um, mm. So I'm, I'm proud to be wearing this on this podcast. And if you don't like it, piss off. Piss off. <laughs> um, I don't know. What would happen if you did have two heads, though? Is that double the brain power, double like? Double the bad decisions. Yeah? Yeah. Even more poor decision-making. Yeah. That's what would happen with me. Yeah. Probably uh, – Double dosage of the shit chat as well. <laughs> you have a podcast by yourself. Yeah, still wouldn't be able to listen very well. <laughs> With double the ears. Uh, be able to eat a lot. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. It's like I could put away twice the amount of gyoza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bulk gyoza, bulk pizza slices, which mm. should be on the menu for me tonight. Um, homemade pizzas for origin. Mm. Um, yeah, really looking forward to it. Um what are your thoughts leading into the game? We just mm-hmm. had a really, really brief chat about it then. Mm-hmm. Tell me your thoughts. Um, where do you think the point of difference will be? Do you think any particular players will stand out? Et cetera, et cetera. Um, look, I think this Queensland – and let me just say this. I'm an AFL man through and through. You are. But I feel like I've watched – my fair share of rugby league. You well and you well and truly have earned yourself a seat at the table. That is <laughs> rugby league. <laughs> Thank you for confirming. Uh, but I I think the selections of Selwyn Cobbo has been inspired. Agreed. Um, but I think the Queensland 
Queensland side is pretty shit hot. I like yeah. that forward pack too. It's good forward pack. The only one I was a little bit eh about was uh, Felice Kafusi. Hasn't been playing his best footy, Felice. Mm. But he's one of those one of those guys who's got a bit of a mortgage on that jersey. Yeah, um, and you know it. It's been proven. That's the Queensland mantra, basically. Yeah, exactly. But Ruben Cotter, th- I'm shit. I'm very excited to see how he goes. He just looks like a Queensland footy player, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, no. I'll, and then New South Wales. I think they just made some strange decisions. Like Crichton at fourteen doesn't doesn't interest me at all. No, it creates zero interest. No, but Freddie could just be doing Freddie things. What being a dickhead. Sure, sure. What, mate? What are your thoughts? I think Queensland could potentially win the series, but I don't think they win tonight. And I say that with my <laughs> shirt on as well. Oh, look, with my um, typically what would be rose tinted glasses uh, tonight, a slightly different shade of maroon uh, for my tinted glasses. I think it's a clean sweep coming. <laughs> Three zip to Queensland. You heard it here first, man. They've got a great side. I think the appointment of Billy Slater as head coach is inspired. Is an inspired move. I think it's a great move, Pe- mate. Some people are just winners. Mm. Billy Slater's a winner, and his two assistant coaches, Cam Smith, Cam Smith. JT? JT are just winners. Um, it's a good formula, isn't it? It's a good formula. Winners win. Hmm. You know, you could apply the same to horse racing the vast majority of the time. Um, That's true. But, no, nah, really looking forward to, to the game tonight. So, um, yeah, apologies if you're listening to this on a Saturday when the results well and truly have uh, been decided. Yeah, and obviously Queensland had a an astounding victory. So Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Um, but let's look back to the weekend of racing. So, we were lucky enough to have a couple of beers with the good people from Nova. Um, yes, we were. So that was a great day, one of the great days. Shout out to Ollie Damo. Damo just picking the eyes out of the quaddy. Thanks, mate. Mm. Um, but, yeah, it was nice to actually get a win on a quaddy for once. It's something that has been out of vogue for our punting history, I guess. Yeah, it's 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 strange. I feel like when I put a quaddy on with people from, you know, outside of our immediate friendship group, I feel like I, I win those quaddies far more frequently than the ones that yeah. I do with our friendship group. Mm. I don't know. Am, am I the common denominator and I need other people outside of our friendship group to lift me up or are you guys dragging me down? <laughs> <laughs> I think the latter might be true looking at the group one, Sally. Uh, yeah. So it was great to jag a quaddy. It, it was. was great to jag a quaddy. And look, we I think we had the first three over the uh, first past the post in the last, but we're cheering home my best of the day, even though it wasn't the best result in the quaddy. Um, but I was a bit selfish in that moment. I was like, come on, authority. Hey, get the job done, big boy. What would the drifters have gotten if they did a two-leg multi with my best bet of the day, a moral mod I had, <laughs> if you haven't heard that before. With the uh, good people at Nets, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Dipsy goddess into your best of the day, Altheric. Athelric. Athelric. Hard horse to name, stupid name. Godolphin does that a lot. Stupid name. Like you, if you didn't, if you hadn't heard Paul Laley before, you'd look at the name Paul Laley and be like, Palil. 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 Yeah. Stupid names. They Unnecessary. Are silly names. 
unnecessary. Especially for idiots like us. Is it Valana or Valana this weekend in the Stratbroke? I don't know. Vilanal. <laughs> Vanilla. <laughs> Vanilla. <laughs> Who knows? Um, so, yeah, that, that would have been a nice little two-legger if um, if the Drifters got that that one on with the good people at Neds. If only we had the foresight to do that ourselves. <laughs> oh, it takes a brighter bulb than the two of us, mate, to have that sort of foresight, i tell you what. But I just want to congratulate you on <sighs> – it's it's good to see that your nuts are still intact. My nuts were well and truly put on the chopping block and the knife was being sharpened. <laughs> and and you when you have a look at that knife and it's gleaming at you and you see a reflection and you're sweating profusely in the lead up to the race. Uh but yeah, I'm I'm pleased to share drifters that no, I'm not a eunuch yet. Mm-hmm. Um my nuts mm-hmm. are well and truly intact. Gypsy got up for for the podcast and yeah. for the people of Queensland. Gypsy yeah. Goddess got up. Yeah. No, well said. And <laughs> special shout out to Pikey. Very underrated ride that. Got, oh, hell of a ride. Got going at the eight seven eight hundred. Looped the entire his, field. Lost his cover. Didn't panic. He said he just said, This thing's going too good. And she was far too good. She was too good for those plebs. <laughs> um, nah, she was awesome, uh, Gypsy. So yeah, super stoked with that result. And it was in, and like most of the Group One winners for the Queensland Carnival so far, there's been a bit of a story sort of element to all the winners, right? And and I think Gypsy fits that mold. Mm, potentially, you f- could find a story or two this weekend. You could. You could. You could. All right, should we get our drifter of the week on the on the phone? Yeah, let's do it. He's been he's been wanting this for a while, I reckon. And this is a great week to get him on. Yeah, he's, he's very excited. He's so excited for this weekend. Gentlemen. Oh, sorry mate. Are you in Adelaide or something? What's the with the delay? Hey. <laughs> hey. Hey, Dave. Technology and I aren't friends. <laughs> that is true. You're a simple, simple man, simple pleasures. Uh, Bradley Weston is the Drifter of the Week, uh, obviously also a prominent member uh, of our – would you still call it a punk club? Yeah, for sure. Okay. No, um, because I think that, that I think you have to actually back a few things that actually come first. Yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. I was like, charity? Qu- questionable, yeah, charity. Yeah, it's a charity. That, that's a better word for it. Single-handedly funding some of the bookies, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, Bradley, uh, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being just beyond excited, how excited are you for this weekend of racing? Um, I'm about a 15. Oh. I look forward to this day more than – it's in my top three of the year across mm. all states. Oh, jeez. It is an outstanding day. Absolutely rock hard, aren't you? You're yeah. throbbing right now. <laughs> oh, mate. <laughs> Swinging between. I love it. And you bought a new tie for the occasion, so I can't wait to see you don, that. And you have to. I think you have to, Absol- surely. You have to respect the occasion, like I said. 100%, mate. Bring well, out the fresh kid. I love it. Let's get started with the JJ Atkins. Probably one of my favourite two-year-old features of the year. Probably behind the golden slipper. But, mate, who takes this one out? Mate, I saw a stat earlier in the day that Victoria hasn't won a JJ in a very, very, very long time. And I've been with this bloke since actually, I think it was Boxing Day. He may have ran down the Flemington Strait. But... The top weight, number one, Raritan, the Jamie Carr on it. Um, 
I think the sharp rise in distance from 1,000 to 1,400 last start, and it was wide too. I think he kept coming, which is a good sign, obviously, for this race. Um, but, yeah, he would be my top pick yeah. for that one. I yeah. think he's coming along nicely. Yeah, Moods, has he kept him back, and I feel like this has always been the, the target. He had about three or four runs at 1,000 metres, and then he's just bumped yeah. up, and that last start was brilliant. Yeah, I thought being three wide, he actually came on quite strongly in that last. He, he, he hit a bit of a flat top at that, um, I guess, at about 250 left. But that last 150, 100, I thought he came on really nicely. No, he picked himself up beautifully, mate. What about... Yeah, really nicely. <laughs> Real nice. What about what the day is named after, the Stradbroke Handicap? Please, tell me your thoughts. I can't believe I'm going to go with this horse. She's uh, she's one of my favourites, but she has let me down and mm. let me down a few times this prep. Uh, I think Jonesy knows where I'm travelling with this one. <laughs> yeah, um, I, know. I think she's she's finally drawn a good gate, and it was something like I read this today, so I've done a lot of reading today, obviously. <laughs> um, and something like 23 of the past 29 or 30 have weighed under 45 and a half kilos. 45? 54? 54 and a half. Let's get those numbers straight first. Let's get those numbers straight first. It's been a long day. Um, And, yeah, I think the big toe, I reckon she's right for this. I don't believe that what Tony said during the week where it was something about a saddle pain. Yeah, yeah. Causing the problem. And, look, I don't think a new um, setup could change it that much. But only two and a half lengths behind in that uh, Kingsford Smith. I, I thought she was good. She's finally drawn a gate. Yeah, she started to come on, and I think 1,400's her. So I'm, I'm going to stick with her. She's in it up to her fucking eyeballs, Bradley, I reckon. <laughs> good price, too. Yeah, great price. I love to hear it. Pikey on board. What are your thoughts on William Pike, Bradley? Uh, I thought his last ride on Dipsy, which was an outstanding fucking ride. <laughs> she... Um, <laughs> You don't get much more excited than seeing a horse lap them yeah. and come wide and go. And I thought, um, I thought that was his best ride to date since the move. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that might kickstart something here for him. So, yeah, I'm going to stick with him, mate. Well assessed, mate. What about a best bet of the day? You don't mind declaring one, so. Please do. Sometimes I have two or three after the first one goes down. So um, I'm going to go in the last race. I'm going to go Nadge Marty on a hard deck. Love it. She's fine. I think she'll uh, she'll put these away pretty comfortably again and go three in a row. $3.30 with Nez. Decent price as well, Bradley. Beautiful. I do love that. Well, Bradley, that is all we have for you, but thank you so much for joining us and we'll see you bright and early at breakfast before going to the track. Right, ready to go. Looking forward to it. Good luck. Love you, mate. See ya. See you, mate. Cheers, Jen. Bye. Isotope. <sighs> She's in it, mate. She's in it up to her eyeballs, I You're personally ready? believe. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah, okay. Oh, um, God, yeah. She's not one of mine. She's um, definitely one of mine. Yeah. Is she my own top selection, though? We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should get stuck in anyway. Yeah. How's that sound? Mate, 
Sounds good to me. To me, it sounds good. Uh, we didn't ask Bradley about the Q22, but he is with... Uh, Maximal. Maximal. Second favourite. Anyway. You, I'm assuming you got that text during the week as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but uh, uh, earlier on in the week, I think he was leaning in a different direction for the Stradbroke, but mm. um, I can understand his reasoning for getting um, all aboard our girl isotope. I, I th- understand it. I think he's just gone hard overhead, which I can respect. Oh, God, yeah, I respect the hell out of that. <laughs> Respect the hell out of that. To be fair, there's a horse in that field, which we will talk about later, which is probably the biggest heart overhead horse in Australia, but to be <laughs> talked about. JJ. Yes. I think you are one of the resident experts in this room <laughs> about uh, two-year-olds. Yeah. Well, it, if it's a title, it's a title share between the two of us, I'd say. Well, I think you typically have – you you pick the eyes out of him for the the lead up races. Yes, and then grand final. I, I, sometimes I miss. Yeah, or I frequently miss. <laughs> I'd say so far to date in the grand finals, I probably pipped you. Yeah, and regardless of the result here, I, I'm probably still going to be on top. But <laughs> what do you reckon for the JJ? I, I think it's one of the top three in the market. I reckon it's a three-horse race, uh, yep. personally, uh, and that's number four, political debate, number 10, sharper and smart, uh, and then number 16, she's a belter. Mm. It's one of those three that wins. So the pickle I found myself in uh, when reading form for this race and dissecting was which one do I pick on top? Mm-hmm. So I was on political debate on the weekend, and I think most people were with the $2 that you – could have gotten, and he just got home, right? By a bee's By a bee's dick. Um, watched the replay of that race. Like, he didn't have it all go his way. Um, he was out wide. I think he hit the lead a bit earlier than what he originally anticipated. I think J-Mac rode him like he thought he was on a twenty pop, which, to be fair, it was, you know, highly spooked horse heading into that race. It's a two-year-old, though. Two-year-olds, two-year-old. Don't, they don't know what they're doing. They don't know what they're doing at all. Especially when they have their nuts. Mm. But it also makes them an incredibly exciting prospect. So the spooks on this guy are obviously, you know, everyone's heard that they're pretty high and he's by So You Think. So he'll get better. Um, Sharp and smart. Mm. Have you heard the spooks on this horse during the week? My God. If this thing was trained by any other stable, it'd be (laughs) two to one. It's like. Sheesh, okay. Still didn't win last start. Yeah. Last time I checked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, sure. Like, yeah. promising, well, you, co- it, promising goal. It very well could be. Yeah. Um, you know, the the next big thing. Um, so, yeah, obviously, you've got a really high opinion of that. I'm leaning towards Sharp and Smart or She's a Belter. Mm. I, I watched She's a Belter's run when she beat um, – Swiss Exile and Brereton in the, in the produce that day, and I was like, I think that's my JJ tip. And then I watched Sharp and Smart and Political Debate watch it, uh, battle it out last Saturday. I was like, one of them is my JJ tip. <laughs> so I found myself in a real pickle. Could you please help me? <laughs> uh, I think you're not far off with uh, the chances. The only other two I would throw into the list, list the ones I'd lob in there, uh, Bradley's pick Brereton. Uh, I think this could be a moods masterclass. 
So, and it is in the quaddie, so that's I'm happy about oh, that. Oh, God, yeah. Happy about that. The other one that I think could win at a similar price is number six, Brosnan. Now, it does have those Victorian line, uh, form lines that we were talking about, but major- uh, a lot of its runs have been on really heavy ground. No good. Uh, but this horse found something last start at Flemington. Uh, I think he'll relish the 600 metres step up. But I think they're – I'll have a couple of Quinella plays with them with my on-top selection, which is number 16, she's Belter. Mm. That was a belting run. Was, huge. Yeah. Pikey's in for a huge day apparently. <laughs> so are the Stonens. Um, but she was absolutely outstanding. She was right beside Brereton and she just gassed Zipped him. Zipped away, yeah. Absolutely gassed him. Um I think she's only going to relish the step up in distance. Barrier 10, not too phased. I think she'll just peel out and be too hard to beat. Yeah, I think she's going to find herself um, at the front of midfield as well mm. for this race, whereas um, I think she'll be yeah, find herself alongside political debate and I think the Kiwi thing, sharp and smart, will probably be out the back. So um, he might have to sort of go through a couple and, and ride for luck. And he, my issue with him – Last start. Once he balanced up, he looked so good. Political debate you're talking about? No, sorry, sharp and smart. Okay. Once he balanced up, he looked really good. I think he's going to be out the back and he's going to run into a few bums. Which we've kind of seen this carnival. Yeah. Anything that is right out the back has yeah. absolutely none. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Startantes comes to mind. Yeah. Like every Over this time. sort of distance. Yeah. yeah. Over a mile. Um, You know, there's been a few, very few exceptions. Uh. So once he balanced up last week, he looked really good. But before that, he was pretty lackadaisical out the back. And I'm just mm. – I just – I'm worried that if I tip him on top, he's going to have too much to do. Um, look, my first initial pick was she's a belt up for the JJ. Um, once I saw that race and I was like, well, I'm just going to stick with that. Like don't change your mind after watching another race. But I, I think it'll be between those three. Yeah. Uh, I think she's a belter. She typically, and what we've seen with the two-year-olds, the Phillies have been better as well. Um, yeah. Different crop these, but it's been a pretty consistent trend throughout. Um, and, yeah, the Snowdens can get a hell of a two-year-old. So, um, Stradbroke. Mm. Now, there. what do you do when half of the – well-favoured chances. Draw the car park. Draw Doombin. They draw the car park. What happens? Oh, look, it comes back to, you know, what I've said on this podcast as recently as last week with Gypsy drawing the car park. I'm not a big barriers guy. It's more about where they're going to actually be in the running. And the issue is by the looks of it, a lot of them who join out there want to be up up uh, mm. the front. So that's a big issue. But – yeah, they, they will need a little bit more luck than those things that have drawn inside. Um, the thing is, you've got Apache Chase that's drawn inside, Emerald Kingdom, Buffalo River, they've drawn pretty well. They're obviously going to take up the lead. So your Alligator Bloods and your uh, Rothfires and things like that, I guess Ayrton will probably go forward a bit. They're going to have to find a spot just behind them. Mm. Jeez, that's a lot of pressure up front mm. for this particular race. Any race the Buffalo River is in is an absolute fucking – it is a genuine handlebars race. down. <laughs> it's a genuine. That thing race. knows no other way. And yeah. yeah, 
Especially with three, 53 and a half, well, 35 and a half kegs on his back. <laughs> uh, he's he's going to not know what, um, what's hit him. Um, Buffalo is certainly not one of mine. I don't think he wins. I think there's going to be a lot of pressure in this race early doors. So um, I want something that is Can proven to be it. able to absor- absorb it and, and kick away or I want something that's just behind it uh, and it's going to storm over the top of him. I don't want anything that's going to be too far back like a – Statontes, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so that rules out a few horses for me. But, yeah, look, I I sort of went through and I was like, what have the times and ratings been of these horses in their most recent runs and how how well treated are they at the weights? Mm. And I looked through all of that and I was like, they're all neck and neck, like with the weights they've got here. Like I've, I've literally got – I've got Apache Chase, I've got 11-11, Alligator Blood, Soxygon, um, Rothfire, um, not Ayrton because I didn't sort of dive too deep into him, um, all sort of around that like could win this, could be a blanket finish. So mm. it makes it really difficult, but I haven't actually gone for any of them mm. in this. But before I divulge that information – um, you seem like you've got a stack of cars and they're right here, right close <laughs> to your chest, mate. Taking in all the information, which says to me, do you have a big roughie in this race? I don't have a big roughie in this race. Okay, well. Um, I'm just thinking, I'm this is a blackjack bet 11 11. I'm getting dealt two aces, bang, splitting them, hitting double 10, bang. Thanks for coming. 21. Honor in the Kings of Smith. Yeah, I was – and he ran super. He did. And I stopped watching him because he was too far back from mine. And then <laughs> the final furlong, he was fantastic. Hugh Sticks, I'm a big fan of Hugh these days. Um, he's actually treated far better at the weights than um, than he was at weight for age, I believe, in this handicap. Um, he's beaten a lot of these. He has, yeah. He beats Alligator Blood for fun, and Alligator Blood's the only one that they're talking about out of the BRC Cup. Um, I think he can get the job done. Barrier five doesn't have to get so far back, sit just off the speed. I think what's going to happen is Buffalo River's going to lead. There's going to be a length, possibly two lengths behind, Mm. and he's just going to crumble in a pile. (laughs) <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Crumble. He's going to go right back on the fence and potentially go into like Apache Chase's lap. And 11-11 is just going to be one off the fence. Bang, thanks for coming. I think, yeah, I think he can absorb the, the high pressure. Uh, he doesn't win out of turn, but he loves racing in Queensland. He does. Loves the sun on his back. The winter yeah. carnival, 11-11. Yeah, I had a feeling he'd probably stick with him, and I think fair enough. Um, <clears throat> thoughts on Ayrton? I just can't – I can't back a horse who was beaten so far back, different gravy, different racing, but all they were saying about that horse was Doom Cup, Doom Cup, Doom Cup. And then he puts in that performance yeah. in the Hollandale. He's like, actually, no, we're going to Stradbroke. Yeah. Sorry, what? It makes no sense. You can't um, back with a lot of confidence, can you? He so very he very well could be the best horse in this race by a country mile. 100%. And he gets around Eagle Farm, yeah. which not a lot of these can. Um, so Jay Carr on board, but for five dollars fifty with Ned's, I don't want to find out of that price. No, if he gets out to about eight bucks, hundred percent, he's on side with me. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I yeah. think he'll drift. Yeah, I think he'll drift. Um, uh, maybe, maybe. <clears throat> um, yeah, I don't know who the 
comfortable. Maybe Apache Chase. I don't know. Maybe, maybe. Just on Apache Chase, he's just won a Kingsford Smith. Gets in still at a pretty decent uh, mm. weight. Draws barrier three. Give himself yeah. every chance. Yes, yeah. I think you run the race again. Um, this in this at this stage in their preparation, I think eleven eleven beats him. Fair, hundred meters further. Eleven eleven was flying. Your logic infallible. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, mate. Um, what about you? Well, like I said, uh, I was I was giving Isotope a, like a, just mulling, just mulling her over, just you know, wringing my hands together. I was like, oh, <laughs> um, oh, I think she's in this up to you know, eyeballs. I'd be happy to see her win, but I've got I've I'm going a little bit left at field. I'm going with a three-year-old Colt, number 17, Valana. Yeah, right. Um, the Godolphin thing. Um, so last time he race was in the Fred Best Classic. Mm-hmm. And he absolutely had no idea once he got to the front because he just was – head was going all over the place. And I was mm-hmm. just like, I was like, what's going on here? Is he going to win? Holds on, he wins. Um, that was the race where everyone was on Star Tontes and she did absolutely nothing, the Fred Best. I remember it well. Yes. Uh, <laughs> we've gone back and watched the rest of his runs since his debut and he's only had one blip and that was the race in the Hawkesbury Guineas where Mr. Mozart won. That was on super, super heavy deck. Mm. Um, I think he wanted a good track. <coughs> he has good form on heavy and soft. He has good form, but I think the different sort of tracks, mm. you know, the gluey as opposed to, I don't know, but anyway... I was buoyed by the barrier draw in eight because I think he's just going to sit just off him, uh, Valana. And I looked at his ratings over 1,400 metres. Um, if this was weight for age, I wouldn't give him a chance at all. But he's only got 50 and a half kegs on his back. Mm. And I think that puts him um, well and truly over the top of the rest of these, looking at it from that perspective. Um, and it's one of those ones as well where it's like, geez, Godolphin's been quiet for a while, but they just pop up sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I was looking at this race. I was like, I want something at odds and I want something that's um, going to give it a sight because he'll be up on pace and I want something lightly weighted because there's a lot of things bunched up around that sort of 54 to 56 sort of kilo mark. So, um, yeah, I've gone a bit of a roughie, which is a bit unusual for me, but 16 bucks with Ned's Volana. He's, uh, he's my pick in the Stratty. I like it. And – I don't mind it because I had a quick look at previous winners, say, over the last decade. I think Trekking has been the only favourite that's won. It's been – Yeah, oh, it's tough to find. Oh, double figures, left, right, and Tough to find the winner. Very tough. So, if you find the winner in this race, congratulations. Yeah, because you're getting a right. good price. All right, if we go quickly through, Private Eye, I have him offside. I don't think he can win this. No. Uh, Laws of Indices, too inconsistent. Uh, wouldn't be surprised to see him in the finish, but I couldn't back with confidence. Yeah. Pachi Chase, he can win. He can win. 11-11 can, he win. can win. Alligator wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, but I think he needed to draw inside. Yep. Uh, Socks are gone probably a little bit too much. I think so. Yep. Uh, Emerald Kingdom, no. No. Wild Planet, no. Rothfire, I don't think is going well enough. Oh, yeah. Look, we'd love to – he was great last <coughs> start. We'd love to see him, but but no. I'm Superman. I reckon he probably could, but he hasn't shown his best for ages. No, and, and you'll never back him again. Yeah. <laughs> Eden, yes. He can win. Uh, Bandersnatch, no. No. Nick Nova, who fucking knows? <laughs> He's running third weekend in a row. Oh, God. Yeah, no thanks. Buffalo, no. Isotope, yes. Yes. Brooklyn Hustle, top three. 
Oh, she'll give it a sight. Get your black books ready. Uh, <laughs> back her next start. She'll finally get up. Uh, Willow yeah. on board with 52 kegs. Look, Honestly, stranger things have happened. But I know. No thanks. Like, I'll I'll have something on her just because I'm a sicko. That's yeah. why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Valana, yes. Yeah. Startante's on recent form, no. No. And the emergencies. Yeah. Um, That's a good summary, mate. Thank you, mate. Uh, I think uh, like we did that together. Mm. Q22, let's touch on this one quickly. No Zaki because he went down in the Doom Cup, so he doesn't want the extra, what was it, 200K for winning the Doom and Cup yep. bonus. So is that for eligible for everyone that runs or just the winner? Just the winner, I think. Okay. So Hueta, Hueta has a bit to play for here. Mm. $3.20 favourite. I... Don't, I didn't think this was as straightforward as the bookies might think. No. I <clears throat> I like Maximal, mm. I think, over Huerta. I think Blink is on there. They might have finally figured him out on a rock-hard deck. And I think he wants I think he wants 2,000 and further. Mm. He's a Frankel. Maximal, three-quarter brother, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Uh, no, he's, he's sorry. He's a three-quarter brother to <clears throat> Frankel. He's by Galileo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm with Bradley. We were talking about it last week. Um, I, I like him. But I do have a big side on another horse, an Annabelle Nisham train horse. Number uh, 11. Number 11, hopeful, who I said to you gave me vibes of Zaki. Um, down in Sydney the other weekend, I was all over him like a rash, that race. So, yeah, I I might have something on both, mm. Maximal and Hopeful. Hopeful's a watch for me just because heavy onto good – ground that yeah. i hate seeing that i like the price eight dollars fifty i think yeah. it's a good price and she only beat uh sorry he only beat um the frontman who's yeah. no star and only just did that but could want further um the other horse for mine is another the other stable mate in the race for nisham is numerian um beat home great house great house is a pretty consistent horse um over these middle distance ranges um, and you're getting $13. I think that's a stupid price. Mm. Um, I do think Huerta will win. Yeah, he, he could he could win by a couple lengths. Huerta. Like, I think he's a pretty darn good horse, but I think Numerian is the one that could be the fly in the ointment here, but Maximal, great chance too. Mm. All right, here we go. Best bets time. Please indulge me. Do you have any other bets outside of your best? Uh, no. All right. Not at this stage, mate. Go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> um, my best of the day is in race four, Eagle Farm, um, and it is a little filly by the name of Fine Point, um, Chris Waller filly. Um, she was awesome last start um, in Warwick Farm. She raced on a Wednesday, I'm pretty sure, but – um, Chris Waller's got a huge raps on this filly and he's like, she'd be, she would have been in the Oaks if it wasn't for the weather, just absolutely ruining her campaign. So, um, big spruik on her gets to a mile, which should suit, um, dry deck. Yeah. Um, I like fine point. The only danger for me in that race is the thing that uh, nearly beat Volano home last start, bloody kiss some yeah. <laughs> number one. So, which is originally why I was sort of drawn to the race, and then I saw a fine point in there. I was like, I swear to God, I've read something about fine mm. point. So I did a bit of digging, and um, yeah, she's my best of the day. Love it. 
Uh, race five for me in the Hinkler handicap. Uh, well named. Number five, Ranch Hand. Yeah. I think Ranch Hand is a cracking bet. If he was in the Stradbroke with 50 kilos, he'd be a red hot chance. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, J-Mac, 57 and a half. Um, I think he's well suited here. Um, I think he just might like those rock hard decks that only Eagle Farm can provide. You can't get them in Sydney, mate. You can't, mate. Those can't. weak dogs. Yeah, the concrete down there is like sponge. Um only horse I am worried about is another Wallace stable mate in Tycoonist. Um, I think he gets back to the right grade here and is racing against younger company, which he hasn't done for a while. So um, I believe that is my Quinella play. I do love a Quinella. You um, do love a Quincy. I love it. I love it. Uh, but yeah, Ranch Hand is my best. And I'll chuck in another one. I love the Brisbane Cup. You don't see a 3,200-metre contest that often. No, you really don't. You see them like three, max four times a year. Um, two horses to play around here is number four, Sweet Thomas. Was huge last start, but he's 10 years old. He's a granddad. <laughs> he's an old fella. Uh, the one who I do like at a price is number seven, the fearless one. Um, New Zealand horse has outstanding form. Um, over there step up in distance looks cherry ripe 53 kilos i think splendiferous is very vulnerable um they both made him better at the weights let's go bang lovely we have an engagement to get to we do mate we do um and it's a big night so um yeah, I hope you guys have a good Stradbroke day on Saturday. I hope you find a few winners. Like you said, mate, if you find the winner at Stradbroke, you're getting probably five bucks a field, so yeah, you're doing can, well. Can you buy us a beer? Yeah, 100%. On, and please. if you jag the quaddy, buy us 10. Yeah, please. But thanks for listening. We'll see you next week where we'll be talking through Ipswich Cups. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah. My yeah, bread yeah. and butter. Yeah. So, uh, Just real quick, we'll do Ipi Cup, then Tas Tiara, then we'll probably have a spell. Yep, but we might chuck out some interviews and that sort of thing. Sounds good. Yep, lovely. All right, thanks for listening. See you, drifters.